that's my favorite word. BS. Why they gotta say it like short? BS. You know they can't play on my court, can't hang with the big dog, stay on the porch, blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Hey, pero no hay boda, Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias. Muchas novias, hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra. Me la voy a llevar la toa con VIP, un VIP, ey, saluden a ti. What's up, y'all? Thank you for joining the Hella Cheese My Podcast. Yeah. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Dana. And welcome back to the Hella Cheese My Podcast. This is episode two. Yes, thank you for joining us, familia, on um, episode two. Yes, yeah, I'm very excited to be here. Um <laughs> Episode one was fun. We are so happy you had the opportunity to listen to that. And we're happy that you're back for more. Um, How are you feeling, friend? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like it was a great weekend. Yeah. Um, Get into any funness? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I did get into some fun this weekend. Um, Quite a bit of fun, which we're going to dive into later this episode. Yes, we will. Um, But I also did stuff with my littles, and um, it was a good balance of social activities, family activities, and living it up. How was yours? It was good. Um, like I, like you said, we're going to talk more about the weekend a little bit into later into the episode. But um, it was good. My uh, brother, my little brother is in town. So I'm happy that he came to visit and to hang out with me and my husband for pride. And, you know, you as well. <laughs> um, and, you know, we got to get into some things. Um, but it was good. It was good. It's been hot here in San Diego. As it's been here in San Diego, um, in L.A., mm-hmm. I've been talking. I was actually just talking to my older brother earlier today, and he was saying it was hot. And he lives in, like, Pittsburgh, so he lives mm. in northern uh, California down near the Bay Area. But um, it's been pretty consistent, and people have been saying it's been hot all over. So, mm-hmm. you know, got to keep you the titty sweat dampened, <laughs> keep the towels, the paper towels, you know. <laughs> Cause it's hot. Keep the handkerchiefs Keep on deck. Keep those handkerchiefs on <laughs> deck, honey. Um, I have heard that we're having a heat wave, so yeah, yes, I we mean. are. We're definitely having a heat wave. It's funny. Um, one of uh the people that was here yesterday was asking how hot does it really get in San Diego, and I'm I can say that it's gotten up to a hundred degrees before, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like at one point it was at one hundred five before. Yeah. It definitely has reached that. Um, it's not our norm, right? And I mm-hmm. feel like right before this, it was so gloomy and everyone's like, when is the sun coming out? Mm-hmm. When is hot girl summer starting? <laughs> <laughs> or was maybe that was just me. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but now the sun came in with full force and yeah. listen, we out. Yeah, yeah, I I'm agree out. with that. <laughs> Speaking to Hot Girl Summer, let's cheers to the summer. Cheers. And cheers to you and cheers to y'all. Cheers to y'all. Um, you know, sippy sippy. Cheers to San Diego Pride. Mm-hmm. Cheers, everyone. Um, have you been watching anything good on TV? On TV, um, no. No. <laughs> no. Um, I was watching this weekend, I was watching uh is it Sweet Magnolias on um, Netflix? Mm-hmm. Really good show. Yes, really I ha- I binged watched that show. Both seasons. Yes. Okay. And I I really enjoy that show. I mean, I feel like the, the studio handpicked every man that was on the show um, because they're all hot. They're all very good looking. <laughs> I don't think there is one ugly man on that episode no. on that series. Yeah. No. Me uh-uh. neither. And uh, there's a girl named Dana Sue on there who I just be like, oh, my God, everybody has, everybody's name is Dana. <laughs> it's like, I'm worldwide. You started a trend, a <laughs> movement. Well, Dana Singer started the trend. Okay, but okay. It's fine. He gave it on to me, and then, you know, we've been onward and upward. torch. Yes, yes. Um, That's right. Uh, well, 
you want to jump into the chili cheese may segment or pop culture segment in the news portion yeah let's do it yeah so yes you want to start us off she want me to start us off go ahead okay. take us take us down the yellow brick road <laughs> honey let's see what's going on so my content is on my phone so i am going to be referring to it uh, one thing i did want to touch on is that I have noticed a lot of celebrities and like movie stars, everything, Mm -hmm. um, music artists have been um, releasing uh, like separation statements, divorce statements, um, such as Ariana Grande, Mm -hmm. Kyle from The Real Housewives. Um, Also, I had mentioned somebody else. That just mentioned their uh, oh Sofia Vergara mm-hmm. her and her husband. husband. Yes, it's just so sad. It's so sad. It is sad, and they're saying how a lot of people are commenting on how they are doing this like right before summer, mm-hmm. and the timing of it, and if they all like plan this or is something in the universe is just altering relationships right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I did want to mention you also agreed. Uh, I didn't even know Ariana Grande was break, uh, me, married. No, me neither. I, mm-hmm. I, I, not only did I not know she was married, I didn't know she had started dating someone again. But I guess that goes to show, like, I mean, secretly I don't always pay attention to what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh. I definitely did not know she was married to anyone or, um, I completely either I probably heard it and just blocked it out or Mm -hmm. just completely forgot about it. But I mean, it sucks. You know, I I'm I'm a big fan of love. Mm -hmm. So I always wish and hope people can figure it out. But, you know, I also know when when it's time to leave that motherfucker, it's time to leave them. A hundred percent. Amen. You're reaching to the choir. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Um, Okay. So, yeah. Um, Kyle's uh, divorce did surprise me because they've been married for, like, ever. A very, very long time. So, you know, that was sad. And they have a lot of kids together and stuff like that. Um, But, yes, I'm also, like, very Mm pro-love and, you know, writing things out. But, you know. Maybe they want to have a hot girl summer too. I don't know. I've these been motherfuckers reacting. Uh, that too. Oh. I I come. I one hundred percent agree. I I think that you know there's been a there's been different rumors about Kyle and, Kyle and Mauricio and them separating. And I mean that's from as much of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that I've watched. I feel like. It's been like an up and down roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know their marriage. I'm not in their marriage every day or at all. Um, so you never really know. The TV only tells you so much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, just like when people say social media, people put what they want on social media. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's the hap- it's just the happy stuff. So you never really know what's going on in people's lives. Um, I agree. And I feel like that's the same thing when it comes to uh, reality TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, I wish you all the best. I hope y'all figure it out. Um, do what's gonna make you happy, and do what's gonna make you happy. Um, what do you have? Well, what I'm gonna talk about is just uh, some things that are in the news. Um, a lot of natural disasters going on. Um, just like I mentioned, it's been really, really hot. So with hot weather comes fires. Um, right now in Riverside County, there's like a huge fire that's going on that has been. Um, that has burned about over 7,000 acres of land. Um, I haven't heard anything about any evacuations, but I can only assume if they're reaching homes that they're getting the people out. Mm-hmm. It's wild that we started, I, w- I guess, just about like summer, in spring, early summer, there was fires, like Canada had the fires that mm-hmm. was, uh, the smoke that was taking over um, New York City. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just it's got to stay safe out there. Um, I, I know there are some resources that, you know, people can call and be able to see what they can do um, and just try to stay safe. Other right. than, and then also moving on to uh, Vermont ha- is c- like all underwater. There's mm. like 
and with the floodings and like all the rain like pennsylvania and chicago and new hampshire uh been getting wild rain and wild flooding going on and like some of the roads are collapsing in it's been wild mother nature yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes 100 percent global warming Uh, mother nature is in full force right now you know Mm -hmm. with the heat wave the fires the flooding Mm -hmm. um when the fires were uh, you know affecting the air quality in new york Mm -hmm. you know i know a couple people out there and they were saying how it was like affecting it Mm -hmm. and how difficult it was so Mm -hmm. i do remember our wildfires uh, you know quite a few years ago yeah um but it was it's scary it's like out of a movie yeah um the whole sky is just orange and it's like it's just so ugly and scary there's no other way i can put it um so hopefully they get those under control soon and mother nature gives us cuts us a little bit of slack <laughs> in the u.s <laughs> we hope so. she on the bullshit right now she like fuck all of y'all that's what she like <laughs> she's, tired she's of like our she's shit. tired of our shit like mm-hmm. she's over it and she's ready to be like she's like rain down on that bitch twice like cardi b status she's over it she is and i mean i can't blame her like it's just like you know People who don't believe that um, climate change is a problem or mm-hmm. like, you know, that the, the like these things aren't real, like they're very real. Mm-hmm. Like there's a reason why San Diego looked like Seattle for a couple of months. Like that was <laughs> that, that was, was wild. New. That was very new. Um, you know, and I'm born and raised in San Diego and I don't. I don't ever remember it being so gloomy for so long. Yes. Um, yeah. The sun was like not no. coming out. And it was not letting up. That bitch is out in full force now. Yeah, she was out in full force and so was my depression. I had to like many a days. I was like, I'm going to have to smoke a joint. Mm-hmm. I'm about to have to have a, a bottle of wine or something, yes. bitch, because I cannot. It this was. is too much. Yeah. It was affecting every well a lot of people's moods. And I definitely was like... Listen, I want to dress cute. I want to yeah. get out. I yeah. want to do stuff. And yeah. it just alters your entire mood. Yeah. For sure. So I can understand how Seattle has so such a high, like, suicide rate yep. and, you know, all other kinds of just crime and stuff like that over there. Yeah. yeah. I agree. But again, like I mentioned, stay safe, y'all. Try your best if you know resources in your area use them um you know maybe one day we'll start like some sort of like donation something where we can like help the community Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's you know it's it's wild so stay safe in those streets Mm, yes did you have any other before i cover the Um, other one i have you can go ahead. I mean, mine is a little more like pop culture. Yeah, go ahead. Ish. Um, I was gonna comment on the uh, YG and Saweetie. Saweetie. <laughs> also, Usher is still on his. Bullshit. I know. I just wanted to <laughs> circle back. I, these came to my mind. I'm like, I just saw okay. that. And there's this video of this woman. Um, he's Holding like singing her to her, and yeah. she is just like wishing mm-hmm. his face and he has such a nonchalant mm-hmm. look on his face my spirit animal mm-hmm. but i, I mean do. i'm the my spirit animal is the one holding him oh. <laughs> <laughs> but i will say that he let her have her moment like he, did. he didn't like pull away mm-hmm. or like you know get her side eye or anything he was just gonna like writing it out mm-hmm. Um, and then back to the YG and Saweetie thing. I just thought that was so random. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, they are cute. Mm-hmm. Um, the videos I've seen are also cute mm-hmm. and everything. I just, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Um, I am a Kalani fan. So <laughs> I may or may not have animosity towards YG <laughs> <laughs> or a biased opinion, but... That's neither here nor there. <laughs> you know what? I'm here. Put your foot down, sis. Like, <laughs> I I love it. I am um, 
I love YG. Mm-hmm. He's so fine. He is. Whew. But he's that toxic. I mean. <laughs> he made a whole song about how toxic he is. Are you kidding me? I believe it. YG was also yeah, the same sure. one at Nipsey Hussle's funeral talking about how him, how he, they both have light-skinned daughters and um, they have to be careful about how men are out here treating their light-skinned daughters and everything. And I was just like, how about all, all, all daughters, all girls? Whether they're light skin or not. Period. Like, but it's okay. I understand what you were trying to say. You know, but, sir. Just stand there looking cute. Just don't say anything. It's okay to take a pause. Like, I understand. Um, What was your next topic? So, I got some very sad news yesterday about the Westville Mall in San Francisco. And I don't, you know, the people of the Bay will kind of understand and some of them will will probably agree with whatever I say um, especially people who who are from the Bay and know about the Westfield Mall like from day one mm-hmm. but um, after essentially two decades the um, Westfield owners decided to hand the keys over back to San Francisco City which now makes it a city building mm-hmm. um, and you know they just essentially you know, turn, turned over their keys. Um, and it, say, it says that the decision was based on drop, uh, the drop for sales. And mm-hmm. uh, it says in 2019, they made $45 million. Um, and then it dropped all the way down to $298 million, Oh, wow. Which is a substantial plummet. Mm-hmm. I mean, but... You know, when you got it, you got it. But, you know, I understand business and especially when it comes to retail. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's wild to me that that has happened. Like, I remember when my friends, me and my friends would go to the mall on the weekend. Like, we was out there thinking we was grown getting on Mm -hmm. bar to head to San Francisco and go to Powell Street and, like, just be out there acting a fool. Would like, you take the train there? Or yes, the we trolley? would take the bar train. Yeah. So the bar train would go um, from MacArthur. I mean, the bar train now runs all the way through mm-hmm. most of the bay now. Um, but we would take the train. Most of the time I was taking it from um, MacArthur Bar Station because West Oakland Bar Station was good. So. Mm, okay. It was in the lower bottoms. Oh. Yeah, you know, all of my Oakland and West Oakland people know what that means. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so the West Oakland bar station was not a place for me. Mm-hmm. But um, I so I didn't. <laughs> I, I would always I would try my best not to have to go to the West Oakland bar station. Mm. But MacArthur was the one, you know, a little bit in the a little more of the bougie bougie area. Okay. Although there's no real bougie areas in Oakland no it, more. Right. But um, you know, they got they got their little sections. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, and we would drive, we would take the BART down to San Francisco to go to the mall. Okay. And we would get off on Powell Street and the Powell Street entrance. Like, as soon as you would get off the BART, you can smell the cologne coming from the Abercrombie and Fitch store that was on the first floor Mm. in the BART station. And you can smell that and you can smell the Mrs. Fields cookies Mm because Mrs. Fields cookies was right in front of the Abercrombie and Fitch. And then, as soon as you walk in, you see the spiral escalator. And I mean, it was always packed with people. Always packed. And, like, you know, it just, it was a time. And Mm -hmm. then I used to work there. I used to work at the Bloomingdale's there. Mm -hmm. I also worked at the Banana Republic there. Um, And during those times, you know, the homeless was starting to take over a good portion of outside. They were definitely coming inside the mall, sleeping inside the mall. Like the main streets. The main streets, yeah. So, you know, I definitely understand the reasonings. I mean, there's been times where I've been at work and people would run in and just snatch things off the racks and run right out Mm. and steal thousands of dollars of merchandise. Mm-hmm. Like and it was wild, you know. So yeah. I I I can see it, but yeah. it is sad. It's sad to hear. I feel like the equivalent of um, what you're saying for people that are like born and raised in the South Bay area, mm-hmm. like Chula Vista, um, Imperial Beach, stuff like that. 
um, is like the Plaza Bonita Mall. Yeah. That's where everybody would go as mm-hmm. teenagers, hang mm-hmm. out, get their outfits mm-hmm. um, for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when party crew parties were a thing mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just walk around and hang out with your friends and stuff like that. So I would, Im- and it's also a Westfield Mall. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that being. Handed over to the city would be like the equivalent of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so for sure, that would it would feel like the closing of a like of a era, yeah, like yeah. a chapter, yep. uh, you know, a huge chapter. Yeah. Um, so that's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. I wonder what they're going to do with it or what's going to become of it. You know, you never really know. Um, yeah, you never know. I I for sure. I believe truly in my heart that. that doesn't matter unless you know they chain it down which doesn't matter because i feel like people are peopling right now so Mm -hmm. they are finding any way to do any and everything like people homeless people are going to go start living in there up until they decide to do whatever they're going to do with it Mm -hmm. i mean this building has been there as far as i know has been there since i was a child and so and i'm going to be 33 so Mm -hmm. you know that's like 33 years uh, from what I know that this building has been there. So who knows if they've kept it up to code, like if there's right. any asbestos, because <clears throat> if there is, that's the first sign the city will leave that shit right there. Mm-hmm. Especially in the Bay. <laughs> I've seen it happen so really? many times. Yes. They just leave buildings because of asbestos. They will not tear them down. Wow. That's what I was going to say. Maybe they'll demolish it or something, mm-hmm. but that is true. Um, that's crazy. It's, yeah. It sounds like such a huge building, too. Yeah. To just leave there. But, you know, uh, we were <clears throat> talking about that last time, too. And it's like, I wonder if, well, I do foresee malls becoming like a thing of the past. Dude. And um, yeah. I don't know. Like, that's crazy because there's such huge buildings. Mm-hmm. And there is a very large increase in homelessness right now. Yeah. So that can go hand in hand, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they do something with the building and, you know, mm-hmm. don't yeah. just let it go to waste because it's a staple. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so, too. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Yes. Um, well, I will. We can take a break and then we'll come back and we'll get into our main topic for today. We'll see you guys. Be back. Hey guys, so thank you for sticking with us. We're back from our break. Um, We'll go ahead and pick up where we left off, go into something new, something fresh, and fresh. refill your drinks. It won't be fresh, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. Um, Yeah, so we're going to get into our main topic, our cheesemate topic of the day, and we're going to talk about pride. Yes. Yes. This weekend was San Diego Pride. Um, It was a good time. Right? Like, it was a good time. Um, I had a really good time. Yeah. I always like, yeah, I always enjoy San Diego Pride. I enjoy people watching. I enjoy partaking. Um, Mm -hmm. I had fun. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. So, look, I wrote down a little bit of history, right? And it's very short. So, The concept of Pride started with Stonewall riots for gay liberation that took place over several days beginning on June 28th, Mm -hmm. 1969 with um, Marsha P. Johnson, which was a black gay liberation activist. Mm -hmm. Um, And this happened after a police raid at Stonewall Inn, which is a gay bar located in Manhattan in NYC. Uh So this is when, you know, Pride started happening and started taking place where all of the people of the Liga Bega Tiga community came out to <laughs> to uh, to parlay and get together and, you know, essentially support one, one mm-hmm. another. Um, I've been going to Pride since I was 17. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite the experience my first time. <laughs> Uh, where what city was it? Um, it was in San Francisco. So, okay. um, for those of y'all that don't know, I grew up in West Oakland, in the Bay, and um, so I didn't. I lived 
essentially across the street from San Francisco. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the first time I went, I was 17 years old. And I went with my best friend at the time. And we, <laughs> I think I, we've talked about this before. Tell us. And the people want to know. Um, <laughs> we for days obsessed about what we were going to wear and we had no clue. We, you know, went through each other's closets, went shopping and, um, what did I wear the first time? I feel like, oh my God, I don't know. I do remember I had Jordans on. Okay. I do remember I had Jordan. I had 13s on. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I wore my brother's black and red original 13s and I had some black jeans on and I remember I had a black and red Chicago Bulls jersey on. Mm-hmm. We want to know why I know this because I took a picture with this man who picked me up and put me on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I vividly see my see this picture right okay. now. So, um, yes. Oh. So that was my first Pride experience. Uh, also drinking bumpy face which for those of y'all who don't know is seagram's gin in the bumpy bottle Mm -hmm. which now does not look like a bumpy bottle it just looks like a textured bottle like they definitely tried to rebrand and make it more elegant Mm -hmm. than it is but you know it's a still a no for me i mean first of all i don't drink vodka And if you know me, you know I don't drink vodka. Yeah. Um, I will say when you pulled up the picture for me mm-hmm. of the bumpy bottle mm-hmm. and what it used to look like, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like you had a good time your first Pride, though. Girl, was it? It was, <laughs> it was something else. I mean, I think I had a fake ID. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember... I do remember getting in bars mm-hmm. um, with the fake IG. I mean, because it was like, it was still that time where no one was really like paying attention to who they were letting in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got in. I looked old enough. Yeah, I feel like, too, the the best way to ever experience like your or your first pride mm-hmm. is like San Francisco is like doing it right. I feel yes. like that's like I wouldn't say like headquarters, right? But it mm-hmm. it would sounds like you know epic. It's pretty top tier, but expect to see a lot of dick. It's I mean. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, all the I mean, listen, all sides, the all the body parts are out. I mean, San Diego, honestly, compared to San Francisco, is as far as like nudity mm-hmm. is a little tamed. It is tamed. It's a little tamed, it like. Is tamed. When I tell you that I've so much have seen like a man laying on the sidewalk full on masturbating mm-hmm. in at Pride. In San Francisco. In San Francisco. I it's mean a, it's a movie. Trust. I mean, I haven't seen that <laughs> at this San Diego Pride <laughs> that I've been to. Um, but I can say, um, I feel like this year was like a lot more tame. Yeah. I a lot more chill. I um I think I've been to I've been to a couple of San Diego Prides. Yeah. Um one of them which was like before COVID, I wanna say like two years before COVID. Mm-hmm. That was a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um I went to the festival, mm-hmm. I did all the things, day drinking, you know, people's houses, mm-hmm. like friends' houses. Mm-hmm. Um the bars, the clubs, and that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, last year we went to Pride. Yeah. Last year it was fun. Last year it last was, year was definitely fun. This year was it wasn't. I mean, it was fun. We made the best of it, but it seemed different this year. Was it because we were on the different side of Hillcrest? I mean, I think that we also. I, I would say that I think it was also that. We were trying to avoid lines Mm -hmm. this year. Um, I also feel like um, I feel like people were were choosing their own spaces that they wanted to be in for Pride. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I I do feel like it was it was a little tame versus last year. I also feel like we um, 
I, I feel like if it was just like the two of us or the three of us, it would have been probably a little bit different. But, um, <laughs> you know, like, but I get it. Like, everybody mm. doesn't like lines. Everybody yeah. doesn't like, um, doesn't like to, you know. Do a lot of walking. To do a lot of walking. Like, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of people to maneuver through, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I think last year, though, too, we stayed out. We were out earlier and stayed out longer. Yes. We, well, we were out early and then we got ready and then we went back out. Yes. Right? And I don't think and we did anything on Friday. I, I, yeah, I don't think so. I think it was more chill. Yeah. Um, but when we went out at night, it was, it was, it was a lot lit. of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> the daddies were out. Yep. <laughs> I mean. That's why I like Pride. I feel like there's so many, like, it's fun. Everyone just wants to go party and have a good time. Like, no one really bothers each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, the men's are out, mm-hmm. you know, and even if they're not straight, I mean, it's they're nice to look at. So, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, I get that. I mm-hmm. also feel like, so we also did Thursday night, we went to yoga at the Shell, which mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if they do it every year, but if they do, check that out. Um, that was a good time. Yeah. Uh, we did the like it was through Fit Fit Gym, I mm-hmm. think is in downtown. Okay. Um, and one of the instructors are actually one of um my husband's clients. So mm-hmm. they uh she goes to uh his hair salon and okay. gets her hair done. Um and, and she hosted there, one like, of the classes. After that, or yeah. like so during Yeah, so they did yoga for an hour, then they and before and during and after you could go to the bar okay. and get drinks. And then they had DJs. Okay. And it was like a party afterwards. That is sick. It was it was a lot of fun. I thought it was real cute. I was like, okay, you know, I could do this. Um The show is also a very nice mm-hmm. like it venue stage. What well, it's mostly, it? I would say, I guess it's a, it is a venue. It's for mm-hmm. the orchestra. Yeah. Well, it's, it's nice mm-hmm. and it's very modern. Yeah. So that's, that sounds dope. Yeah. I will have to go fun. next year. It was fun. And I mean, it was a lot of people. The boys were out and the girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's out to circle back. I feel like, you know, usually people step out in like outfits, mm-hmm. like fit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see too much of that this year. I seen a couple of cool fits, mm-hmm. um, but I saw a lot of just like yoga pants, sports bras, mm-hmm. yoga shorts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe it's like the athletic vibe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like a lot of the guas and boys and gals are out there. Just wearing whatever keeps them comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think we are very much so in that 90s and athleisure yes. era where people are wearing things that are just super comfy and short and mm-hmm. small. Um, so I get it. So, yeah. I'm in my, my little sweat shorts right Listen. now. It's hot. <laughs> it is very hot <laughs> here. Oh, my goodness. So I, I completely understand. Um so tell me what inspires you to like, you know, support the LGBTQIA community. Um, so I um I have, you know, since I was young I've had a like a lot of gay friends mm-hmm. or trans friends, things mm-hmm. like that. And um I feel like, you know, I would hear a lot of like their stories. Mm-hmm. And their personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's the one thing I noticed is like them not feeling accepted or feeling judged, you know, and I'm sure we can all relate to feeling judged or like ridiculed, criticized um, for, you know, certain parts of ourselves or, you know, whatever it is. And I, I've always wanted to, I empathize with that Mm -hmm. and I empathize with like humans in general and Mm -hmm. like feeling that way. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, you know, I've always been in support of that and people, you know, being who they want to be. Mm -hmm. 
and who they are. And I, my experiences, you know, for the most part, I've always been good with like my gay friends and like they're just so open-minded and like non-judgmental and like free they are who they are and i admire that mm-hmm. um and i just i love it mm-hmm. i love the culture i feel like every time i do go out in hillcrest it's completely different than other parts of san diego yep. that have straight bars um yep. it's more about just having fun and dancing and just enjoying yourself mm-hmm. so I, you know, you love the gays. Yeah, I love the gays. You know me. Uh, <laughs> I love the gays too. They get on my nerves sometimes, but I do love them. I love them. Um, I love, I love my community. Uh, you know, they have embraced me when, um, in times that I've needed to be embraced. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like they, um, they're fun people to be around. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I growing up, I had um, a group of gay friends that I had, and um, you know we we fell out of touch. But I always do, I don't never feel like I if I wanted to reach out to them mm-hmm. I couldn't, um, and I always feel like you know sometimes you find your tribe, sometimes you lose touch with your tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, friend, you're gonna have to put the charger into this. I know we're recording, but. Unplug us in there and put it in there. Um, blooper. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, with that said, I feel like, um, you know, like you said, there are, you know, like caddy, you know, the caddy gays, but I feel like that's also like something in women, um, where there's like, and men. Mm-hmm. You know, there's men that are cattier, pettier, mm-hmm. uh, women that are like a little cattier, you know, petty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that just comes with, mm-hmm. you know, humanity. I mean, um, right. Everyone just being yeah. raised different, having different Absolutely. morals, values, lack of. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Yeah. I. I, and don't get me wrong, like, I don't say that to say, like, you know, I hold it against anybody. Oh, no, because, yeah. look, I can be a, a bitchy queen myself. Like, mm. I can, it, it could happen, it could be, I could be one way one minute, I could be something else in another minute. Mm-hmm. So I 100% agree. Um, But, yeah, I, I embrace my community because they embrace me. I, um, you know, I came out when I was 18 years mm-hmm. old. But that was more so to my family. I had knew, I knew who I was a little bit before that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had my first boyfriend. I was seventeen, um, so you know, it was. I only came out because I was eighteen, and I was like, I guess if I have to move out, I will and go mm-hmm. figure it out. Like if my parents feel like they can't accept who I am, mm-hmm. but that was the complete opposite of what I thought because mm-hmm. they were like. No, um, we know, we know, like, <laughs> it's okay. Um, Aww. I still to this day remember, um, when my dad saw me with my boyfriend for the first time. Your first boyfriend, yes. Oh, Big Dana was pissed. <laughs> he was I'd be so scared mad. of Big Dana, <laughs> <laughs> he was so mad. He was like, uh, he, I guess he went from what I understand, he went back and was like, I saw Dana with another boy. And my mom's like, so? <laughs> and she was like, no, like, they were together. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and uh, when she was telling me this, I was cracking up because I knew exactly <laughs> what he was talking about because we had, because at the time we were living in Concord, which is like supposed to be the suburban area mm-hmm. um, further out from Oakland. And, um, uh, he was getting home from work and we were living in the, like this townhouse complex mm-hmm. and it was like you had to drive through Africa to get to our house mm. and uh, he pulled up and he saw us because we were walking and holding hands and t- when we were talking and I was like oh my god <laughs> look away look away <laughs> don't make any eye contact Take my hand. <laughs> like, oh. it's like let's run oh. <laughs> You go that way. I, I go, go this way. way. 
Oh God! Um, but you know that was then. This is now. He loves my husband. Oh, my God. husband loves him. Oh, they are. Your dad also wife. gave like the best speech at your wedding. Yeah, I was bawling. Yeah. So. Oh, Dana loves to give a speech, honey. He loves. To give He's a good speech. at it. He's yeah. very wise. Um, yeah. I so real quick for you. Mm. What is it like? What does pride mean to you? What is having friends that are straight? Um, support you yeah. as an ally, um, or yeah. you know, just as a friend, or yeah, what does it mean to you? I How mean, does that feel? Pride for me is to me is just owning and being myself, um, being able to be out loud and be who I want to be and who I am. Um, being and having allies is important for all of us because I mean. You know, the shit that's come out in the Supreme Courts and just um, just having people there to support us as a community. And then, you know, just for me, I just I, I like a good, versatile friend group. Mm-hmm. I don't really I've never really wanted just one type of friend because mm-hmm. I like perspectives. I like opinions. And then I also like um I like to just enjoy different people. Like mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't want to put, I don't ever want to put stipulations around who I'm friends with or who is around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that also comes from just how my parents raised us and how, um, mm-hmm. how my dad has friends. Like, you mm-hmm. know, his friends is not just one, always been one person. His best friend was actually a gay man who passed away from AIDS. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been friends for a long time. Um, up until he passed away. So, um, yeah, I, it just means speaking out loud and being an ally is important for all of us because we need it, especially the times right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I hope I answered your question. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, well, that was good. That was very good. That was, it yeah. was in depth. Yeah, yeah. So, and it gives a little more perspective, you know, as, an ally you know and it's like you said i do love my gays but i also i also like to have a like a diverse group of friends all my friends are just from all different walks of life and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and i think like you said when you come from like an artistic also um background Mm -hmm. or like you are an artistic person or an empath like i think um that comes naturally yeah of having a diverse group of friends um and having an open mind, and I think that does keep you grounded and balanced, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is very yeah. important. I guess, yeah, you know. yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, all right. Go well, we're going to get into the stars uh, <laughs> after we take like a couple of seconds break, and we'll be right back. Well, welcome back, y'all. Um, I'm. We're going to have to edit Stephanie talking about she wanted to gulp her shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's fine it's fine it's fine um all right all right we're back um all right so we're moving into our next segment which is the um we still haven't got a good name for it yet but i think over time we'll develop a name of what we want to call it but this is essentially the segment in our show where we pull a card which is an affirmation and we pull a card from a tarot deck um again i will put the deck on our social media and and all of that and tag the owners of it um so that way if you all are interested in purchasing it you can you can um we pull a super cute deck i just want to say that it's very colorful yeah lively agreed yeah yeah um, so we pulled, uh, both of the cards off camera, um, and off recording. Um, and we are going to go ahead and read the cards and then, uh, we'll read what they mean. And then we'll kind of just talk about how they relate to us and then we'll close out the show. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So I pulled the crone of cups and, um, it does say that. The crone of cups is she who has full control of her emotions. 
she has lived a lot and now knows how to control that which has destabilized her in the past. She can be someone who doesn't show what they feel because their gaze is forward-looking, broad, and rational, and also toward their emotions. Often she represents people who have roles that listen and care, like psychologists, doctors, and healers. She prefers not to show her vulnerability, but knows well that this too can be a great strength. Here, Yamaya, which is the woman in the card, the water of a lake, calm, with defined borders, and is reflected in the sky. So she ultimately represents the water of a lake that is calm, with defined borders, mm -hmm. and reflected in the sky. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? I, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Let's, let's hear it. So... I can relate in the sense of um, I am in a space in my life where I have a lot more control over my emotions and my um, reaction to things that have previously destabilized me. Um, so I feel like that just comes with emotional intelligence and discipline um, and I also tend to be someone that doesn't always feel comfortable with vulnerability. Um, someone that, um, does have a gaze, like it mentions, that is forward looking, broad and rational. Um, you know, I just, I, being vulnerable is new to me. Um, I am embracing it and I'm learning to embrace it and be comfortable with it, right? Because that's two different things. Um, and also, I know that in doing this, um, it is a form of strength. It's not a form of like something to be embarrassed of or weakness. Um, it gives a platform for other people to connect with you and relate to you and you know it's ultimately an act of courage is what mm -hmm. i'm learning mm -hmm. um so just having like it says though defined borders right so boundaries with being vulnerable and being an open book you it is important to have certain boundaries and time to give yourself like self-care self-reassurance and surround yourself with people that are supportive you know and that pour into you, right? Yeah. Not just that you pour into. Um, so that's how I can relate to this. And that's how I would like to carry this into the next week until we pour next card mm -hmm. is continuing to have that emotional intelligence and being comfortable with being vulnerable and just providing a platform for other people to relate and connect mm -hmm. with because that's what human nature is about. Yeah, I what agree with that. You? Yes, um, I'm 100% on board with what you're saying. Um, yeah, I, I think just like this show is supposed to be a platform for people to connect. And I think, and that's why we do pull the cards. Because it's, I mean, you know, the idea is that we want to talk about different things. But we also just want to connect like on a more spiritual level because that makes it more of a stronger connection. I think when um, people have that, it's like finding a soulmate. Except, mm -hmm. you know, we'll have multiple soulmates. Um, where, you know, we'll find people who will connect with what we say. Um, and we created, created this platform to be able to, to make those connections. Um, for me personally, I've always had a connection with water where, because I'm a fire sign, where it, um, it calms me down. Uh, and, you know, whenever there was like some time that I needed to step away or walk away or, or go for a drive. I always wanted to drive by water or go to the beach. Mm. Um, even with when we when I got married, we got married by um, by a pond. The pond was mm -hmm. huge, yeah. um, and we had fire elements. We had water elements, and we had like earth elements. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's it's a very calming thing to see how big something so big contains something so small, mm -hmm. and um, I. I, that part I resonate with is just, 
you know, keeping how calm water can be and then how, how rough it could be. And, um, you know, I, that part I wasn't aware. Yeah. Growing up in San Diego, right. Um, in the South Bay Imperial beach area, um, I can relate to that because if I needed to just escape or have some time to decompress by myself, going to the beach was easy. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something I would gravitate towards well yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah. All right. Um, so the affirmation I pulled was uh, uh, number 51. So you can see it there. Um, so it says the universe is never late and God is always on time. My destiny is revealing itself in divine timing, which is so interesting to me because I feel like the, um, I feel like the, the affirmation cards and the tarot cards for the most part are always aligned. And for, and this is the second time I feel like we've pulled and they've been aligned. Um, so the, um, description underneath says, my love, you are exactly where you are meant to be at this present point in time. Trust that your life is flowing with intention. You have a purpose on this earth and it unevils, it un, it unveils itself with every step by take, every step you take. The universe will always guide you and lead you to what your soul needs most. Um, and the journal prompt here says, how can I find more patience in my day-to-day life? So, (laughs) yeah, so that one is interesting because, um, I have been learning to take things with more ease and it kind of reminds me of our other card which i think spoke about ease and Mm -hmm. doing things with ease um flowing and trying as much as i know pressure is on right now for me i've been trying not to put too much pressure on myself so you know i've always been a person to saturday and sunday i'm not doing nothing Mm -hmm. and um you know, through the week, I'm very like, go, go, go. Like, I have to get this done, make my to do list Mm -hmm. and, you know, execute whatever work that needs to be done. And then when Friday comes, I should be able to relax. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I'm kind of at a pace, a place to where I should, I should be applying that, that mindset throughout the week. Like I, you know, I can set my intentions to work hard and, you know, all of that, but I should also not feel as much pressure through the weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I, you know, I feel like, and then what it's saying, being where I'm supposed to be at, you know, I've been trying to figure out whatever my next steps are going to be with myself and my career and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. That has been a big thing for me. Um, and then some, as of lately, things have been becoming a little bit more clear. So, you know, um, we'll see. But I definitely resonate. How about you? Yeah. Um, I think it's like you said, I am very goal-oriented and I'm always on the go. So learning to balance and, like, pause and take it easy on myself mm-hmm. um even with like this new venture that we're on right and mm-hmm. not hold expectations to it right mm-hmm. and just allow it to flow i also just heard a um usually i'll read like a scripture at night and um just kind of watch some videos on that and it's funny because uh the scripture i had read the, uh yeah i think it was like yesterday or the day before it said, um, you know, like the card said, God is always on time. Sometimes um, you're not, you're going to get your blessing, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes if God gives you your blessing before you are ready, mm-hmm. it can 
just not turn out well. Mm-hmm. You won't know how to handle it, handle mm-hmm. the success of it, handle mm-hmm. the responsibility of it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's something I'm learning to be patient mm-hmm. and, you know, allowing myself to just um, gain more knowledge, more understanding, more patience and mm-hmm. just trust that the universe, that God, you know, whatever you believe in mm-hmm. um, is going to align things when it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. But knowing that it's going to happen. Yeah, I yeah. know it's going to happen. Yeah. I know, you know, we will be successful. Yeah. Um, I know things at work will continue to flow. I know this. Mm-hmm. Um, and things will work out. It's just being patient and riding the wave and yeah. just rolling with it and yeah. making the best of it. You know, like you said, like just setting your intentions as well of yeah. like if you want to gain more knowledge or if you want to prepare for it then do the work and prepare for it so then yep. you are ready and you've done your piece yeah um when the time is for you yeah yeah i'm here for that come on sermon i was like okay <laughs> give it to us i'm here for it um yes. well any last thoughts before we end the show um, no, I, I just, I feel like this is, you know, this, we're going in such a good direction mm-hmm. and we're so grateful for the people that are supporting us mm-hmm. and tuning in and we're so open to feedback mm-hmm. respectfully. Mm-hmm. Give us the feedback, give us the constructive criticism, you know, mm-hmm. from a place of love and respect mm-hmm. and we would love to hear it. Um, mm-hmm. And listen, this is going to be a journey. We're going to have fun with it. We're going to get deep with it. Mm-hmm. We're going to share our stories. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be a whole journey. Yes, yes. I 100% agree. Um, I am so excited. I'm happy Pride Weekend is here. I'm happy that it's gone because this following weekend is going to be my birthday weekend. <laughs> I'm so excited. And, you know, Leo season is 2.9 away. So, you know. T minus 2. T minus 2. So, y'all better be ready because you know how we be in Leo season. Um, the internet be mad. <laughs> with I the Leo. love Leo season. <laughs> My daughter is a Leo. Why they be so mad? I love Leo it's season. Okay. It's okay. Anyway. Just, we got to... We just got to be spending too much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, (laughs) listen, I will try my best to keep it very um, humble and casual. Only you'll see. We're turning up, son. I'm turning the fuck up. I can't believe I'm about to be 33 years old. I can't believe you're going to be 33. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Okay. Well, um, bye, everyone. I hope you all stay safe out there. Um, You know, drink your water. And, you know, if you're having wine tonight, don't drink and drive. Um, And, yeah, just be safe. And we'll see you on the next episode. Yes. Thank you, Hella Cheese, my familia. Yes. Bye. Love.